and go. <laughs> Here we are. Uh, Shedcast episode 6 for Friday, March 25th, 2022. Gosh, we're busy. Apologies for being a bit late here. It's, uh, what is it? 20 to 6, Friday evening. Uh, it's been a little busy, yes. Apart from spending two days a week down at the Henhurst Farm Shop, humping sacked goods about, I've been working in the shed to improve the dust collection, uh, yeah, utilising my uh, Creality Ender 3 3D printer and uh, a reel of Tech Bears PETG filament. Uh, and also my very much improved Fusion 360 skills, uh, I've designed and printed some adapters to go between the vacuum itself and the ducting that the CNC is plumbed into. Whilst it's not 100% finished just yet, and it all works great, I've even embedded magnets into the faces of the adapters so they snap together, uh, easily allowing me to connect the vac to the CNC or, or the other tools at will. Now, Will isn't a very good vacuum, but we like him very much. <laughs> uh, thank you, Chris Evans. Uh, plumbing in a full system uh, with blast gates, of course, is the ultimate idea, but I think that's uh, possibly a little overkill for the small amount of tools and space that I do have. So we'll save that uh, ultimate solution for the next workshop. In fact, where is it? There's one. I've got one here that I've printed. Uh, I used the new medium, something like that, magnets, and just made the holes in the 3D print big enough for a squeeze fit. I had to use the vise to get them in. And they're not going to come out. It's perfect. And run a bit of um, silicon sealer, clear silicon over the face to make it super duper smooth. And then when they click together, there'll be no air gaps. I'll show that on Instagram when I've achieved it. Uh, there we go. Um, where are my notes? There it is. In the last Shedcast, uh, I mentioned the trouble I had with the bandsaw blade, a new one that I'd ordered, and the help that Ian at Tough Saws gave me to ensure that I'd got one that fitted perfectly. Imagine my delight last week when a box arrived a few days later, uh, with not just the one I wanted, but an extra, finer, six-tooth per inch uh, blade, with a nice written note, apologising again and wishing me well with the bonus blade. It's a lovely service, isn't it? Superb blades, they fit just right as well. And they make them on site to size, I think, which is a real bonus if you've got an awkward or an old saw like I have. Anyway, uh, the first cuts that I made, having fitted the four tooth per inch blade, I made a, a custom bottle opener out of some oak that I have, engraved Ian's name on it, and I posted that out as a thank you for the extra effort that his customer service brings. That's the proper business model, that, isn't it? It's not just a Amazon-style ship them out and know that you're going to get a certain amount of returns. No. Uh, so that was a, um, a good experience. Now, the aforementioned farm shop. I've been having some great fun working out there. It's a lovely place to be. I've been hefting around a variety of animal feeds. And my, <laughs> my knotted string muscles are getting a real workout. There's an awful lot to learn there. So many different feeds, etc., uh, for horses and pigs and pygmy goats and llamas and sheep. And they're all very similar and all very similarly named on the till system. <laughs> but it's slowly coming. It's lovely there talking to customers, uh, giving that proper old-fashioned customer service that supermarkets can't do. We even bag or box up 
their goods at the till and carry them out to the cars. We have a, a good amount of uh, pensioners shop there. And so it's it's nice to be able to offer a service like that, where whereby they might otherwise struggle. And I've taken to calling all the customers, unless I do really know them, sir or madam. And there's a good reason for that. Years ago, I often visited a brilliant old-school hardware and builders merchant near where I lived. For years, they said, hello, sir, when I walked in, until I suggested that they call me by my name. Now, uh, I'll readily admit that Kelly is not often a name given to a chap, although there was another one at my primary school, Kelly O'Gorman. I wonder where he is now. And I even knew uh, a nightclub bouncer called Kelly, chap, and he had a girlfriend called, any guesses out there? Roger! No, 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 she was called Kelly, of course. Imagine that. You are daft. So, uh, Paul, who owned the hardware shop, explained to me that it was much easier for them to say sir and madam, uh, therefore they would not have to remember customers' names. Clever. So I'm using that. And I think it, it brings an air of old-fashioned, good-quality customer service, too. Now, I'm thinking hard about consolidating computer hardware. You're going to laugh, but I'm using a Chromebook to write this showcast. I'm using my old Mac desktop to record and edit it. And it is rather old and very heavy. 22 uh, kilograms, 22 bags of sugar worth. Takes two hands and to lift it. <laughs> it's an old G5 Power Mac from some time ago. And once I've recorded it, I put the file back on the Chromebook to upload it to Anchor. Uh, as the Mac really does not like being connected to the internet. And Chrome on the Mac says, you need to update me, which is not possible. On top of that, I use a Windows laptop uh, for my Fusion work and Blender, because neither of those apps run on the Mac anymore because its operating system is too old, dating back to 2009. And the Mac runs perfectly well, though, and I do all my uh, Adobe Illustrator work on that using, I think it's... Um, Illustrator 5, there'll be some noises. I'm going to look. Oh, about Illustrator. Live, this is this version 15. CS5, yeah, I was right. Aha, what a brain I have. <laughs> Back to Audacity. Audacity runs very well, right? Uh, we've determined that a, a MacBook Pro is going to be the best replacement, as having the portability that I enjoy with the, the laptop and the Chromebook will be extremely handy, as I currently use the Chromebook to upload my files to the laser and the PC laptop to run the CNC machine uh, via a, um, what do you call it, an internet, a LAN port. Is it a LAN port? Uh, which I don't think the uh, MacBook Pro is going to have anymore. I think they've ditched those. So I'll leave, oh, I've got an adapter for that. And that idea prompted a look at the software that I use. The Adobe Creative Suite, which amongst others is Illustrator, Photoshop, InDesign, Acrobat, etc, etc. That costs £50 a month currently, which gives you access to all the software. And it's very reasonable, but it's not a cost that I intend to incur just yet. Fusion 360, which runs perfectly well on the Mac, I used to use it on an old Mac at work, that's free for hobby use, although I'd intend to upgrade to the small business version when I'm a little more confident in, and using it more often. A search for Illustrator, Photoshop and InDesign alternatives 
led me to a British company called Affinity. They make alternatives to the Adobe products and seem to be getting good press. So I've downloaded their Illustrator alike for some tries. And having used Illustrator since, wait for it, 1988, moving away from it will be emotionally challenging, but on grounds of cost and, of course, the joy of trying something new. Uh, but I'm going to give it a go anyway, and I can always fall back on the old faithfuls if I absolutely must. Oh, uh, Affinity Designer, the Illustrator simile, is £47 outright. Yes, £47. And you, you pay again £47 if a significant upgrade comes out, but that's fair enough. They've got a, a Photoshop alike and an InDesign alike, <laughs> two for the same price each. Um, same deal. And again, I've read online, they seem to get good praise. I don't use Photoshop very often these days, um, but I'll have a go at the trial and see if I can get on with it. Apple have their own versions of Word and Excel. I use Word and Excel on the old Mac, so I'll be able to try the alternatives too. And the, the, the Apple versions, um, numbers and pages, I think, uh, they're free. They come with the OS. And they'll be very good, I'm sure. Now, I'm never going to move away from the Apple platform, because in my commercial experience, there is no viable alternative. I do have a complete loathing for Windows, of course. Although, when they finish making it, I'm sure it's going to be lovely. I'll keep this trusty Apple Cinema Display 21-inch monitor for extra screen space uh, if I need it, as the MacBook can be connected directly to it. Now all I've got to do, of course, is save up for the new machine. <laughs> Although that process was dealt a blow yesterday. Our faithful workhorse, the Peugeot 307 SW estate that we have, had a little trouble at the MOT station. For those overseas listeners, uh, the MOT, or Ministry of Transport, test is a yearly roadworthiness test for cars over three years old here in the UK. A car three years or younger is deemed fit for the road, although I've seen examples that aren't. Uh, anyway, this poor old car of ours, it's 20 years old, and it is starting to show some signs of age. Unseen by me, uh, rust has nibbled away at both sills, leaving holes large enough to slip a rat through. <laughs> for a rat to fly through? <laughs> you could push a flat rat through it, anyway. And because that's a bit close to suspension mountings, etc., and seatbelt mountings, it's Deems dangerous, of course. Fortunately, nestled amongst my skill set under a cobweb or two is the ability to weld. That's handy. I've had a look already. Water has got in between the uh, thick underseal and the steelwork, so it's had plenty of time to creep along and consume the once sturdy tinwork from the inside out. I'll be grinding the rough bits out, back to good steel, uh, in the morning. They're making the replacement patches from some, from some shiny new steel sheet, which I may or may not have. If not, I know where to get some locally. And I learned how to do this many years ago on a similarly crusty Opal Manta hatchback that I had. One last thing. Before I go, here's a quick one, because it's going to be dinner time soon, and I am chief cook and bottle washer. We get to go to Maker's Central this year. Hurrah! That'll bring a much-needed dose of Maker love. And we're very grateful to our, our sponsor, Hello Mother, uh, for helping us uh, achieve that trip. 
If you don't know it, Maker Central is a proper Maker event held at the NEC in Birmingham, a little bit over 100 miles away from us. Uh, it's held over the weekend at uh, the very beginning of May this year. Lots of the big name YouTubers go. Uh, think uh, Jimmy DeResta, Bob Claggett from I Like to Make Stuff, Tim Sway, who is fantastically clever at making guitars, uh, Colin Furs as well. I, I'm not sure if he's there this year, but we met him last time we went. Uh, James Bruton, uh, uh, Zyla Foxlin will be there. And there's also a load more that you've probably heard of too, uh, including me. <laughs> Taller material manufacturers attend, and there's loads of makers like like Nick and myself. Uh, it's an excuse for a catch-up and a chance to meet people that you might otherwise only converse with online or whose videos you might watch and comment on. And we're very much looking forward to that, and I definitely owe Bob Claggett a coffee from, from memory. <laughs> Just hope the entire team isn't there, because that could turn out to be a little costly. Well, I think we'll wrap that. That's only a quick shedcast. Um, I've got to get on. It's Friday night now. I've got a quote to do uh, for installing uh, an extractor fan over a cooker and a few other things, including a bit more practice in the Affinity Designer, if I get a chance. Not to mention, of course, sitting next to Ginger Fluff herself and enjoying a bit of telly if we can. So until next time, take care, everyone. Bye for now.